Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a podversation that combines my 30 plus years of experience with the expertise of my guests, and trust me, all of them will amaze you. Now, it's been said that hindsight is 2020 vision, so my guests and I are charged with answering one thing for you knowing what we know now, what best practices and takeaways have the last 30 years in sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurship provided to us that you can take with you. So enjoy the listen as we podversate for your growth. Okay, so thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Sales Hindsights. Just by tuning in, you've accomplished two things today. First, you've taken the very first best step toward improving some situation or some outcome that you're not happy with in your world. The second thing is you've actually proven yourself by doing that, that outside confidential coaching can actually benefit you personally and professionally as you try to grow. Now, in the course of our conversation, you're going to discover that we make sales, management, leadership, and entrepreneurship make sense. Those are our four focuses, sales, management, leadership, and entrepreneurship. We're going to make that make sense. And in the process, we're going to make life make sense. And we do it in a very practical and easy to understand approach. And we try to give you nuggets, nuggets that you can carry with you each day. But don't just satisfy yourself with just a gold nugget. There's a whole gold mine right below the surface if you dig for it. So today, I'm going to ask you to dig for that. I'm going to ask you to open yourself up to our deeper dive that we make available to the whole PK Podcast Nation, those that have decided to be members of the Podcast Nation and get the extra bonus content we make available at patreon.com slash Patrick Kagan. Today's deeper dive on our topic of turnover and hiring during a post-pandemic crisis is going to be a tier three level deep dive. Now, all the bonus content is available to all three levels Again, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Patrick Kagan. That's my name. And you'll get the deeper dive, the more uh, advanced content, and the really how to handle the situations you talk about. So today's topic is about turnover and about hiring, specifically in the post-pandemic crisis. And there's a lot of talk about this right now, what happens with turnover, Um, detoxing your workplace, refreshing your workplace. And I had an interesting conversation about the challenge of hiring in what I call post-pandemic hiring. Uh, We're still in the throes of the pandemic. We're coming out of it. There's there's, um, challenges getting back into the workforce. But I had a recent conversation with an executive leader friend of mine at a barbecue. She was very frustrated that the you know the the gist of her conversation was that the covid relief from the government created a better situation and people were choosing not to work um to in exchange for the the uh covid relief plan and as we talked i got her thinking about the idea that maybe the government didn't create a better situation just a better than situation and and i i posed the question that what is government's role exactly and government's role, we agreed, was to protect their people, primarily, and to preserve their economy, their way of life. And when you think about the government, the preserving the economy, preserving the way of life, 
they have to look at really a couple of things, the industries that exist and the consumer spending that goes on. And without both, the economy crumbles, it falls. We have chaos, we have anarchy. So to preserve industries, you have to preserve also consumer spending. So that's where government relief comes in. And it is helpful to consumers to have that aid from the government and continue spending as they would, which keeps industries in business. People can can buy homes, they can buy cars, they can they can rent their homes, they can buy clothing, they can go out to dinner, without which, if they don't do that, all those industries fail, and again, economies crumble. So my argument or my, my conversation point was that the government did its job and protected its people and preserved industries. But if if for a minute a business leader believes that that's a better situation for a consumer or an employee, which is basically a, a, a ramped up system of not welfare, but but making things better, better fair for, for consumers, if that's better than going to work every day and the social interactions you get from work and the contributions you make, and just the brain power you exert, then that business leader has really done a disservice to their employees, to their business, to their community. And what made that person a good leader was that she, she like many business leaders, started with a vision. And that vision was the ability to see an opportunity where other people saw despair or emptiness or no opportunity. And that's what really set her apart when she began. COVID hit everybody hard. Hiring is always a challenge. People turn over all the time. But to just blanket accept that the government created the better situation for people with COVID relief, which is coming to an end, by the way, uh, is incorrect. Um, and it, it all it did was create another way of looking at hiring and, and employees another opportunity for us, another way to turn things around, to grow our business to a new level. And there are a lot of opportunities out there if you choose to look at it that way. If you choose to believe that the government did something wrong to you as a business leader or a business owner, then you're choosing to basically set yourself on a course towards closing your doors. Now, I just read the, the August 2021 edition of Entrepreneur Magazine. And there's a really good article that dissects the anatomy of a corporate turnaround. Uh, and it's very telling. So according to the Boston Consulting Group, pre-pandemic, so this is when things were normal, you know, business nor- conditions were normal, business as usual. Th- they said a minimum of 30% of all companies require a turnaround. Require. That means they have to do this to stay in business. Now, they said there are some telltale signs that a company is in distress, that you're going to require this turnaround. The distress signs are this. The first one is that you have a long-running business model that's collapsing. And we can all look around at business models that existed that no longer make sense. And companies who try to maintain that business model and stay the course and do what's been done in the past, and they go nowhere but out of business soon. So the first sign of distress is that you have a long-running business model. You haven't changed with the times. You haven't changed with the technology. You haven't changed with the new employees that come through your door. And those business models begin to collapse. 
The second sign is that leadership has lost their focus of the company's mission. Now, this happens quite a bit when companies set out and have initial success and they have a mission statement and these mission statements get put into frames and they get pinned on walls and they, and they get put around the company and the mission statement gets walked by every day and it becomes almost uh, invisible. The culture is not the mission and companies lose sight of that. And what follows with leadership losing focus of the company's mission is that they know they have to turn something around and they focus on finances and not culture. And this is a very big mistake, a very common mistake of a lot of business leaders. They start wanting to do a couple of things. When they try to put a positive spin on it, they try to come up with incentives, cash incentives, um, contests, things like that, to try to change the fact that the business model is collapsing, the mission isn't working anymore, we aren't the company we used to be, and they try to do a positive solution that really uh, doesn't uh, doesn't get them where they need to be. The other is with fin- focusing on financing finances. I'm sorry, uh, is cutting costs. Cutting costs is the easiest thing to do. You can let a lot of employees go. You can you can work with your suppliers and make them reduce their costs. You can go from running three shifts down to two shifts. You can manage costs that way. But you're what you're doing is you're you're adding fuel to the fire and you'll burn up your corporate resources very faster. And and there's there's very few times when when leadership looks at culture and realizes culture is a reflection of me the leader and what is it I'm trying to lead my group to do. Sometimes in order to lead, I need to get out of the way, but I have to look at my culture and you have to look at the employees and you have to you have to find the value in senior level employees, mid-level employees, and brand new employees. Everybody has a perspective. Everybody can be a problem solver. And then the final sign of corporate distress is obviously turnover. Turnover is increasing. And many folks see turnover and don't know why it's happening. I, I, I work with a lot of companies that they can come up with a way to hire employees. They just can't come up with a way to retain them and keep them motivated and keep them growing. And turnover is is that slow leak in the tire that that doesn't matter how much air you put in the tire is gonna gonna get flat again it's gonna it's gonna leak uh, and turnover has to be addressed and and again it's not a financial issue it's a corporate culture issue and and there's a lot that can be done in a very short period of time to shore up the culture and get things back on track now some some signs the turnover is coming your way as a, as a company. And you can look around whether you're an employee who sits in amongst the ranks of employees, whether you're a manager managing a group of people, whether you're a, a business owner or you're a president of an organization, things you can see that are indicators that turnover is coming your way. Very simple to keep track of. Absenteeism is a really big indicator when folks start calling in sick, uh, not coming in. doesn't mean that they're looking for a job, but it might mean that they're looking for a break. Absenteeism is a great indicator that turnover is coming your way. Tardiness, people showing up late. Uh, people, you know, tardiness could be people leaving early, uh, people leaving during the middle of the day. The other thing is you notice uh, pockets of gossip. And, you know, there's a grapevine in every organization, and the grapevine flows in many directions. 
Good leaders let the grapevine work to their advantage. Bad leaders ignore the fact that there's a grapevine or ignore the fact that gossip happens. And gossip uh, is a downfall of an organization. It has to be stopped. It spreads the wrong news and it spreads fear. Um, the other sign that um, that turnover is coming is you have clients that begin complaining or leaving. The worst client to keep track of is the clients that are leaving and walking out the door. The clients that complain are still fighting for your for your uh, attention as a business owner. And then finally, when you have corporate meetings or or just boardroom meetings and you're getting no input or very little input from your employees. They don't care anymore. That's a sign they just don't care anymore. So that's where turnover is coming. So we said that the Boston Consulting Group identified that 30% of companies required a turnover in, in normal times. Okay. Now, you would assume that a business leader or an entrepreneur, that they're good at turnaround. But that same Boston Consulting study found that 75% of the turnaround attempts failed to improve performance when leaders tried to do this on their own. Basically, they were too close to the vision. They couldn't see the forest through the trees. It points out that, you know, this is the difference between wanting to change and being willing to change. The difference between doing what it takes versus defending what it took to get there. And I look at it like this. The reality is it's hard enough to be in business and it's hard enough to survive in business. And when you say 75% failed to turn around, that means 25% succeeded, but that 25% might've done it completely by accident. So surviving is not thriving. And the reality is that a turnaround is a full-time, it's a full-time job. It's a full-time exertion of effort. It, you don't, no company has the luxury of getting a timeout rearranging all the cards, rearranging everything in the house, and then starting over again. You have to go on and keep doing business every day. How is it you can turn your business around and run your business at the same time? It's a very challenging, to say the least, a challenging uh, task. And this is where it makes sense to bring in outside help. Companies like mine, and I, I equate it to the difference between being a parent versus being a coach, or I was in the military, a drill sergeant, right? So the word parent is a Latin derivative. NT is a plural ending. P-A-R-E, pare, means prepare. So they prepare. Parents prepare. They're supposed to prepare their children. But when you raise your child and there's the emotion of love with your child, it's very hard sometimes to prepare them when things have to be turned around. Compare that to a coach or a drill sergeant, they, one situation, a parent, is clouded with emotion. It's natural. There's love. There's emotion. You're so close to that situation, you maybe can't suggest what's best for your kid. Sometimes what's best for your kid is to move on and move into a situation that maybe you're not comfortable with because you're the parent. But a coach or a drill sergeant who's preparing them for circumstances that require working in a group, succeeding as a team, well, they're going to make a different suggestion and they're actually going to help that child grow, that person grow, that employee grow, that company grow and survive and thrive. So surviving is not thriving 
good enough is just not good enough. And those companies that brought in outside expertise and viewed the turnaround not as a prescription for a current ailment, but as preventive medicine or a methodology for future growth and expansion, those are the ones that found turnaround to be successful and they actually avoided future turnaround sessions down the road. Every leader faces this. And the challenge right now is to not look at your circumstances, the COVID pandemic, the government bailout of consumers. Don't look at that as something that has stopped or stalled your business. That's an excuse. Everybody's got excuses. But those leaders that a long, long time ago decided their vision would separate them and they created cultures that made sense. You do need to focus on finances, but when you stop at finances and you don't focus on culture, you end up with turnover, you end up with corporate distress, you lose sight of your mission, and ultimately you close your doors. So I'm going to invite all of you today, go become part of the PK Podcast Nation. Go to Patreon dot com slash Patrick Hagan, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Patrick Hagan, and dig deep into the turnover and hiring in a post-pandemic world. Dig deep into the solutions and the how-to, and let me help you make a better tomorrow beginning today. So that's a wrap for now. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed participating in it. Remember to set up the backstage pass to your own success at the support the show link in our episode description. And while you're at the show description, be sure to do yourself a favor and click the Instacart link and sign up immediately to begin enjoying the benefits of the Instacart online shopping experience. Shop from all your favorite stores, set up contactless delivery, and get your goods in up to an hour, plus free shipping on first orders over $35. Your time is valuable. Take advantage of the Instacart experience. I look forward to seeing you backstage and unleashing the greatness you are after, the greatness you must be in search of, or you wouldn't have found this conversation. Better can be yours, and it's one click away. Let me leave you with the words from one of my favorite musical groups, Rascal Flatts. Simply put, my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to.